0: Welcome to episode two of the Dreamcast. Before we get started today, I just wanna say a big, sincere thank you to all of you. I received so much love and support in starting this podcast. And when you do anything new, I can tell you there's a bit of fear. And so I just so appreciate all of your comments and your subscriptions and your reviews and just the feedback that I have gotten has been amazing. So thank you, thank you so, so much. Now, I'm really excited about this topic because every single year in the fall, you know, October, November, December, I spend time reflecting. I take a look at what I did over the past year, what progress I made, what worked, what didn't work, even who I spent time with in order to truly evaluate if I'm headed in the direction I desire. I also spend time with God during this time of reflection. I get quiet with the goal of allowing him to speak direction and vision into my. My life. So, even though it's the beginning of 2018 and it is a clean slate for all of us, I want to take some time today to share with you what 2017 meant for me. There are seven things that I learned when I look back on this year. And the first one is to take 100% responsibility for my life. Now, this may be a bit surprising. You may be thinking, wait. You're not taking 100% responsibility. And honestly, in most situations and in, in most areas of my life, I am. But what I have found is that it's very easy for me to default to my husband. Uh, in fact, I think that he is so wise and smart and he's the marketer, the business person, the money guy, like he's the one that knows how to do things that I don't know. And so I often default to him for taking action for our family. But what I know is that sometimes I have ideas too. (laughs) In fact, I've been wanting to make more YouTube videos for years. I have had this podcast brewing in my heart for years. I have wanted to write a, a dream life workbook with a journal and an action planner and time management skills and all these things for years. And yet I was waiting for Brandon to say, all right, I'm ready. Let's do it. I feel like I was waiting it, waiting for it to be a priority for him. And over the past several years, you guys, it was never a priority for him. And so guess what? Nothing happened. So this year, I decided that in order to get something different, I had to do something different. And if I wanted these things to come to fruition, then I had to do it myself. Now, this moves into number two, the second thing that I learned this year. The reason that I was defaulting to him is because I felt like I didn't know how to do it. I don't know how to record a podcast or edit it or make a YouTube thumbnail or all these crazy things. And what I have learned, this is number two, is that anything you want to do, you can learn. Seriously, if you wanna learn how to write a book, You can learn that. If you want to learn how to start a YouTube channel, if you want to learn how to start a business or cooking or whatever you want to do, you can look it up via YouTube, Google. You can learn how to do it. And so that's exactly what I did for this podcast. I searched, how do you start a podcast? What audio programs do you use? What microphone do you use? How do you create show notes? How do you upload it to get it on YouTube or iTunes? You know, I just searched. And what's so cool is that because I learned these skills myself, I take full ownership of it. You know, it's one of those things when you when someone does it for you, you take it a little bit for granted or maybe you're not as proud Because I searched and Googled and figured it out on my own, I am even more proud to bring these podcast episodes to you because I learned how to do it myself. So the second thing I learned is anything that you want to do, you can learn. The third thing is that as you're learning what to do and maybe even what you need in order to do what you want to do, you may learn that you need to ask for help. So, along this process, I decided that there were some things that I didn't really want to learn, or I didn't want to spend time on, or maybe it wasn't something that needed to be me, and I asked for help. I found a writing coach and for three or four months I worked with her once a week to help me to hold me accountable and help me with writing the workbook. I found an editor just by talking to people at a wedding. I found a website guy who's helping to rebrand me and, you know, made the cool podcast image thing and he's he's somebody that I can go to for those types of needs. And I even found someone to help with writing the blog and show notes and all the things that go behind the scenes when you're doing a podcast. And I found those people by, number one, knowing what I wanted. So I had to start learning to realize all that was involved. But then I started talking to people. I started asking. I started being loud about what I was looking for. And not only did names pop into my mind, but referrals came to me just by talking to people at a wedding or at a coffee shop or telling people what I was up to. They would say, oh, my friend does that or knows someone or you know how it goes. And so once I realized what I needed, I started being loud with it and I asked for help. Number four is meaning over money. Now, I have always been somebody who wanted to add value. I would say I'm a competitive person. I'm type A. I'm goal focused. I'm not that money driven. Uh, but the more I add value, I know the money will come. And so I I've learned this year just to truly focus on my sweet spot, focus on what I love, focus on what brings me joy, focus on what are things that I could do for hours and not get bored and trust that when I'm creating content that's valuable to others and impacting people, the money will come. If our eyes are just on money, it can honestly be a lonely place. You can be at the top of a mountain by yourself. Uh, It can be fleeting. You can get there but still not feel satisfied. So when I focus on meaning, I focus on helping people, myself, my family, everybody around me get better. And I just trust that the money will come. Number five, calendar is king. Now here's the deal. We can do tons of personal development. We can listen to audiobooks and listen to podcasts and read books, you know, devotionals. We can do tons of stuff to, to get our mind right. But if we don't put it in the calendar, if we don't do something different with our time in the calendar, then most likely nothing will change. So, This happened to me at the beginning of the year. I thought, well, when I have some free time, I will write the workbook. I will work on it in the spare moment in my day. Well, months went by and I very rarely had spare moments where I was saying, let me sit down and write a book, you know? So I had to rearrange my calendar. I rescheduled things. So I worked out from five to seven in the morning. I worked on the workbook from nine to noon. I worked on my business from one to four. And then after the kids went to bed from eight to midnight, I rearranged my calendar to fit my new priority. This happened with the Disney Dream Leadership Retreat. This past December, my friend Carla and I uh, took some teammates on a Disney retru- Disney cruise, and it was so amazing. We spent time together as a team. We did learning. We played. We laughed. We went to the shows. It was seriously so amazing, but we had to get on the calendar. This was something that we were dreaming about doing for our team for several Years and finally, we just said, All right, we're putting it on the calendar and figuring it out. Not only do I put rearrange my calendar, or put things on the calendar that are my new priority with work, I also do that with my social life and my hobbies. So, exercise, date nights, we started a small group um, this past year and meet every other. Sunday, and just those are things that we put in our calendar because we knew we wanted to expand our relationships here locally. Calendar is king. Decide what you want and then put it into the calendar. Number six is a little bit different. This one is a bit internal. So this year, I had to take some time to heal. I had some hurts over this year. I had my feelings hurt and I just had to really process that and work through it so that way I wasn't living with bitterness or resentment. And that took some time. You know, I had to sit in my devotional chair and do some meditations and just read and journal and process that hurt so then I could move forward fully and and not move forward with a grudge in my heart or any anger lingering and and you know, as much as I would love for all of this to be have been launched sooner, because of course it always takes longer than you think it does to get something going, I know I needed that time to heal. And so everything happens so that we can get better. And once I realized that it was happening for me, not to me, I allowed for that healing to take place so that I could better move forward. And then number seven, it is my firm belief that we can have it all. Honestly, I think so many of us feel like we have to decide. Career or family. Business or family. You know, we don't realize that we truly do have the power to succeed and thrive in all areas of life. And I feel like this year, that is what one of my goals. I've been able to thrive in my health in my family, and in my business. And I believe that we can have it all. And the way that we do that is by putting it in the calendar. So when I'm working, I'm working. And I'm fully engaged. And when I'm a mom, I'm a mom. And I'm fully engaged. And when we have date night, I'm fully engaged. And what that means is that I'm not Playing with my kids thinking, oh, I should be working, I should be working. And I'm not working my business thinking I should be with my kids, I should be with my kids. I schedule it into my calendar and then I'm fully invested where I am. And because of that, I believe we can thrive in all areas like we truly can have it all. Now, at the end of the year, I love the reflection time, but then I u- truly use this as a way to assess if I'm still heading in the right direction, maybe make some minor adjustments, and then choose my new focus for the next year. So I have chosen a word for twenty eight. And I challenge you to do the same. Now, this is just a way to have a focus, to have something that keeps you motivated. It keeps your fire lit. You know, you're just excited about this next year. My word for 2018 is greater. And this comes from the book of John in the Bible. In the book of John, he writes about seven miracles of Jesus, including feeding the 5,000, uh, the raising of Lazarus. Um, there's se- obviously several others in John as well. And then in John fourteen twelve, he says, very truly, I, Jesus is speaking. And he says, very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I have been doing. And they will do even greater things than these. And I see that. I read it and coming off of all of the miracles that Jesus experienced and performed and all of the witnesses that were there. And then he says, whoever believes in me will do the works that I have been doing and they will do even greater things than these. We have been given the power of the Holy Spirit and I believe there are miracles happening all over the place. And this next year, I pray that my eyes and my heart will be open to the Holy Spirit miracles that are happening all over in my life. We will do even greater things than these. I expect it. I'm waiting for it. I'm so open for it. And I I think these miracles can be anything. One silly example is that I lost my diamond ring the other day. Not my diamond ring. It was an earring. It fell out while I was sleeping, which is... So shocking because it's a screw in. (laughs) I don't understand how that happened, but it fell out and I don't want to lose that. And so I was searching all over my room and I took all the sheets off my bed and I'm looking underneath everything and by the pillows and all of that. I look in my scarf because, hey, I don't know where it fell out. Maybe it was putting my winter scarf on. And I, I just took a step back and I prayed and I said, all right, just please just guide me to this earring. Just guide me. I'm just going to settle in and trust that you'll lead me to it. And two seconds later, I stepped on it. Now, I think there's a lot of more important miracles to be had uh, rather than a diamond uh, earring. But it was just another reminder that no matter how big or how small, the Holy Spirit is with us and he wants to perform these miracles. But we just get to ask and we get to believe. So my word is greater for this next year. And I plan to keep my eyes and heart open to these miracles. And uh, I'm excited to see what it brings. So 2017 is over for you. I would love to hear your reflections. What did you learn over this past year? What did you experience? Are you headed in the direction that you desire? Take some time to truly evaluate where you are so then you can make tiny adjustments in your calendar to move in a new direction. Then take some time to think and dream about what 2018 will mean for you. And what I would love is for you to share your 2018 word below. So thank you so, so much again for listening in to Episode 2. Please don't forget to leave a review, subscribe, share with your friends. The next six weeks, I plan to upload three times a week with weekly uploads ongoing after that. So stick around. We've got a lot more to learn. Some awesome content and interviews are coming your way. And remember to dream big.